Welcome into the Fantasy Football Diagnostics Podcast, where we provide you with your weekly diagnosis of everything fantasy football. Whether it's season-long leagues, dynasty, DFS, or sometimes even IDP, we got you covered all year long. Let's do it, let's do it, let's get to it. Welcome to the Fantasy Football Diagnostics Podcast. It is Wednesday, November 9th, 2022. I'm your host, John Junior, and of course, this guy to my left. That'll be my guy, Greg Penniman, a.k.a. G Money. What's good, man? Chilling, man. You know, on uh, Thursday night preview time, uh, got Atlanta and Carolina, you know. Yeah, a little, a little typical Thursday night, but uh, it's fine. You know, get see, if you can see Cordell back, I like watching Cordell as a football player. Man's very interesting to watch, so I'm, I'm excited to see him. Yeah, we were, you know, previewing a little court, not preview, we're talking a little Cordell the other day. Actually, that'll be yesterday. When we had to uh, recap, um, you know, the week that was, which is, uh, you know, unusual for us. Uh, but, you know, if you did get a chance to check it out, um, we also discussed the waiver show as well. Um, you know, make sure you're subscribed to Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Spotify, uh, however you're listening. Or make sure you subscribe on YouTube, Twitter, Twitch, um, or, you know, Periscope. Um but everybody, you know, we are here to talk about the aforementioned game between the Carolina Panthers and the Atlanta Falcons, a rematch of a divisional matchup here between uh, these two teams. But before we get into any of that, we do got to talk about some injury news, which, you know, probably segues us into into streams of the week. But uh, the most important elbow um in 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 all of America right now uh, is the elbow of Josh Allen. Day to day, according to head coach Sean McDermott, if he were to miss Sunday's game against the Minnesota Vikings, he would be replaced, or you know, Case Keenum would come in uh, to play in his in his absence. I mean, obviously, you're the, if you're the Josh Allen manager, you got to make some some adjustments there. Uh, but are you concerned about Bill's pieces offensively? Uh, I know we touched a little bit on this yesterday, but, uh, you know, just want to ask more time with Case Keenum here. Like, are you concerned at all about some of these weapons? And, and you know, obviously Stefan Diggs is probably still going to have, you know, still going to, he's still going to be elite amongst the elite, but like, what about these other guys like a Gabe Davis or, you know, are you staying away from Isaiah McKenzie's and, and things like that? Oh, uh, well, yeah, I mean, we all know Stefan Diggs played with Case Keenum, you know, the, the Minnesota miracle. Um, they have a lot of connection together. So uh, I'm not too worried about Diggs. Uh, Gabe Davis, he was a boom or bust player, but you know, wide receiver three, wide receiver two before. I don't think that kind of changes with a quarterback. Um, he's either going to blow up. He could still, uh, get open case Keenum, you know, not a no slouch of a, a quarterback. So I think it should be fine. Maybe Isaiah McKenzie could take a little hit. Uh, maybe they could rely on, you know, running the football a little bit more. Uh, case Keenum is not a running quarterback. So it should open up if he's able to play. It should, if he plays, it opened up all those carries that Josh Allen, you know, has and give, should give him to the running back. So uh, if anything, it should help Devin Singletary. Uh, James Cook, specifically Devin Singletary, for sure, though. Yeah, um, if Greg, I, I'm, I know you remember, but if the listeners remember or haven't listened to or watched this before, 
we talked about this same exact thing with like the San Francisco 49ers, right? Like mm-hmm. how I'm much more interested in these running backs. You know, these receivers even um, have somewhat more defined roles to an extent with, with Trey Lance, you know, being replaced by Jimmy G. And there's a similar thing here, right? Like Josh Allen, he's great and he's great for fantasy. Mm-hmm. Um, obviously he's an elite quarterback, but he's terrible for all the running backs <laughs> around him mm-hmm. because those touchdowns those, all those goal line touchdowns man that's all josh <laughs> allen man <laughs> it's crazy uh Lee currently leads the bills in rushing um right now so and he's on pace for i believe a career high or he was Ooh. on pace for a career high uh during that jets game but devin singletary becomes super interesting <laughs> yeah absolutely like, super interesting uh James Cook probably even becomes interesting. Um, Yeah, this is like not great for Josh Allen, but if I have Devin Singletary, if I need, if I'm in need of of running back help, um, you know, that's something that definitely would, would make some sense there. Um, There's another injury um, that we have to look out for at the quarterback position and Arizona Cardinals quarterback, Kyler Murray, dealing with a hamstring injury and is did not practice today in what was considered to be a a walkthrough for the Arizona Cardinals uh in a practice estimation he would not have practiced Colt McCoy is his backup so um yeah definitely just if you are the Kyler Murray manager be on the lookout for that how do you think this impacts the Cardinals um Similar to the fact that D-Hop should still eat no matter what. Um, maybe Ronda Moore takes a slight hit bump, but uh, I think I still see him as a in, in wide receiver two category. Uh, and then for the running backs, it probably also kind of the same kind of area there. Kyler Murray, also a Russian quarterback, uh, should, you know, sway some rushing yards to the to the, to the the running backs a little more. Um, Cole McCoy, uh, more of a pocket passer for sure. So uh, James Conner, you know, Benjamin, um, whoever the, the lead back is, by James Conner get more of the, the you know the carries he he could get a bump in carries and also uh you know stuff like that and checkdowns as well. Yeah, I I agree with with a lot of that as well. DeAndre Hopkins, you know, no change there. Rondo Moore, yeah. um, you know, I think it's like you said, like a slight bump down, but I'm not going to downgrade him much. Like his roles yeah. not changing. <clears throat> um, and you know, Colt McCoy, he's not a runner like Kyler Murray is he can move a little bit, but he, like you said, he, he is going to operate from the pocket. Um, you know, if they do, you know, from a fantasy perspective, like if I'm in super flex league and I need quarterback help, like I'm comfortable playing Colt McCoy. I mean, they do play the Rams this week, but the Rams defense hasn't been, you know, the same Rams defense that we've, that we've known it to be. And, and if he's He's playing Colt McCoy or Case Keenum, give me Case Keenum against in a revenge game. For him and Stefan Diggs. <laughs> of course. <laughs> Crazy, yo. Crazy. Yeah. Uh, yeah, but I was going to say, though, like if DeAndre Hopkins catches two touchdown passes, that's two touchdowns that Colt McCoy probably threw. And like like I said, you know, he can use his legs as well. So just in super flex, I think, you know, he he, he has some value there. Uh, I'm speaking from, uh, um, you know, somebody who, who rosters Kyler Murray and Josh Allen and is probably looking at, trying to get Colt McCoy. Uh but anyway. Usually the I don't know, I feel like there's always one 
uh, like when the backup quarterback comes in, maybe like a uh, like a, a guy on a, a receiver, like along the depth chart also pops up because, you know, they have that practice time together a little bit. So maybe Shaquille Shakir or I don't you know, something like that could uh, have some intrigue. That's that's true as well. Definitely. Yeah. Um, you know, I, I see that narrative for sure with a guy like Khalil Shakir um, because, you know, Khalil Shakir is a rookie. He's been playing uh, mostly with the, the second team. But on, on the Cardinals, they don't really have anybody that kind of, yeah. you know, it's been Robbie Anderson, A.J. Green, yeah, yeah, true. DeAndre Hopkins. Like, I'm sorry. If I'm if I'm anybody on the Cardinals, I don't, oh, no. I'm throwing a D-hop. <laughs> like, yeah. I'm a backup quarterback. I'm coming in. <laughs> You call 25 passes, <laughs> like 20 of them are going to D-hop. Facts, yo. Like, Facts. Make matter. me look good. Please make me look good. <laughs> yeah, yeah, right? Like, I want to keep this job. D-hop, yeah. let's go. Let's me go. and you, we're going to get this thing going. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, anyways, let's talk about streams of the week. Um, And maybe if you're in a one-quarterback league, these 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 guys here that we'll talk about could help you out. Uh, If, if you know, Case Keenum or – or, or I mean, rather Josh Allen or, or Kyler Murray have to miss miss their games on Sunday. Greg, I'll start with you. Who's your quarterback stream of the week this week? I'm going to go with Jimmy Garoppolo versus the Los Angeles Chargers at 46%. One reason, because I'm thinking you probably took Jacoby Brissett, you know, so that's probably uh, one of the reasons that, that he's definitely another, another guy I'm having in my mind. But uh, going with Jimmy G, um, you know, in his six starts since he's been he came in for Trey Lance, I mean he's averaging over 250 yards, 256, and close to two touchdowns uh, per game. So that's a very safe uh, quarterback number. Um, he's only got four interceptions in the six games. He's not gonna kill you with turnovers. Uh, so yeah, Jimmy G, he's a, a guy that's gonna give you what he's good. He's gonna regress to his average every week to give you 250, two touchdowns possibly, uh, in a possible you know high scoring game. Um, I, I'll take that. Yeah, definitely. And, um, you know, Jimmy G, 100% your type of uh, quarterback. I'm yes, sir. You, <laughs> I believe we have we have audio of, of you calling him the most handsome quarterback in the league. He is. Um, <laughs> Clark Kent of football right there. Yeah. Doubles down. He does. <laughs> um, but, yes, you were 100% right, Greg. I, I am going with Jacoby Brissett. Um and I feel like I should have been entitled to because yeah. I was the one that brought yeah. him up. <laughs> yeah. Uh, it's a great but play. Also, also because I've been ranking him higher than consensus all season and it has not really come through for me. Uh, but every time, you know, I, I look at the projections that for some reason his projection is always so high. And this week it's because he plays the Miami Dolphins. Um, mm-hmm. and, but he's got good weapons around him as well. You know, mm-hmm. Amari Cooper. Donovan Peoples-Jones is really coming to his own. But Miami allows the most fantasy points to the quarterback position over the last three weeks. Obviously, I understand that includes the Justin Fields game, but they have not been good all year. This is a defense that we've been attacking. Uh, and so Brissett, I, I look at him like we just talked about the weapons. He's definitely very capable of taking advantage in this matchup. He's put up more – he's put up 15 or more fantasy points in five – of his eight matchups this season and in and, and games in which he scored uh, less than, than that. Those are actually against some quality defenses, you know, had to play new England and Baltimore in two of his last five weeks. So I like Brissett to definitely take advantage in this matchup here against the Miami 
defense that is paired with a Miami offense that is going to score you to force some points or well force you to score some points. Uh, but yeah, yeah, Brissett's my my uh, quarterback stream of the week rostered again in nine percent of leagues. Love it, Love Greg. It. Who's your tight end stream of the week this week? Seems like you're doubling down. Yes, sir. Doubling down, going back to the well. Got to go, Cole Komet here. Um, coming off his best game of the season, but got another great matchup against the Detroit Lions. You know, got to give me some uh Detroit Lions action here. Uh, you know, the Detroit Lions give up the fifth most fantasy. I mean, not fantasy points, uh, yards to tight ends. Uh, you know, per week, uh, they also give up uh, bottom 10 in receptions they're giving up to the tight end position. So it's a great matchup here. It's a, a, also a good timing here, I think, for Coca Man, this Bears offense. As we said, you know, Justin Fields playing a lot better, uh, getting more passes down the field, uh, and trusting in, you know, both his legs and his, just getting more opportunities for points for this team. So I like Coca Man, 47% rostered. Yeah, it's not a great tight end week, um, for. You know, some of these like it feels like all of the good tight ends have the best matchups. And so those are the guys that are not available and therefore you can't really stream. Um, but Cole Komet definitely, you know, ascending as as a as I mean, this Bears offense is ascending. I mean, yeah, uh, there's a stack going around that they're you know, it's not going around, it's a it's a legitimate stat, but they are <laughs> the number one team over the last few weeks in scoring drives in ter- meaning 53% of their drives end in a score. Well, tops in the league um and so getting a piece of this Bears offense whether it, I mean obviously it starts with Justin Fields, but Darnell Mooney, um Cole Komet, the running backs and mm-hmm. and now even Chase Claypool potentially. You know, uh you definitely want pieces of this Bears offense. Um my tight end stream of the week, I'm also doubling down, except your tight end stream of the week, his roster ship went up, <laughs> you know, 20, 25% yeah, much. almost doubled uh, after his big game, while mine's didn't move. Uh, no fan, <laughs> <laughs> still 12% rostered. I don't know how many of you actually played him, uh, but he's 12% rostered going up against the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. And over the last three weeks, Tampa Bay allows the 15th most fantasy points to the position. I know that doesn't sound great, but technically it's 14th uh, with one of those teams that are actually worse than them being on by this week. Combine that with some of the bye weeks, and it's a rough week for the tight end position. Uh, as I previously mentioned, Fant has been solid coming off a big week. But he's actually been playing well over these last few weeks as well. So I'm going to I'm going back to that. Well, if you need help at the position, uh, you can you can roll Noah Fan out there. Yeah, I'm definitely with that. Uh, I think people are a little afraid of Tampa Bay, seeing that that team. But but I'm not afraid. You shouldn't be afraid of their defense. Uh, they're definitely uh, attackable, and you know just yeah, Noah Fan, I like it. Greg, you know, what about defense, there. man? What are you what are you doing there? Uh, I'm going with the Las Vegas Raiders going against the Indianapolis Colts. They're 35% rostered. Um, yeah, the matchup here is just very, very good. Backup quarterback Sam Ellinger. Uh, you know, uh, they're able to get sacks. Uh, the last time they had a really cake matchup was Houston, uh, and they were able to get a sack and a pick in that game. Actually, had a pick for a return for a touchdown. So uh, when they have the right matchup, I think they they can um you know get the get some good results. Uh, they might lose the game. They might give up the lead probably again, but they'll uh, they'll force some turnovers. Yeah, I 
I we talked about this off air, but I the math almost made me come on here and 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 give the same recommendation as you. Uh, but you have more more gusto than I, sir, because I could not come out here and and <laughs> couldn't do it. I couldn't. I mean, they yeah, have that Derek Carr, Derek Carr juju. This is Derek Carr juju. Oh uh, man, the, the just Josh McDaniels juju. Um. You know, if if they lose to the Indianapolis closest, I mean, Josh they can still lose. They no, they hundred percent still lose. Yeah, yeah, hundred percent. Yeah, for sure. But Josh McDaniels will not have a job on Monday. <laughs> like, there's no way. There's no way. Oh man. Yeah, no way. No way. You, you can't lose to the team that just fired their head coach on Tuesday. Yeah, no, and hired just Saturday, who's on TV <laughs> the day the the same day or the day before. Took from high school football to, to NFL, yes, sir. Like, and then you lose to that team. Yeah, nah, it's not gonna so, happen. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. Um, but again, I'm going with the Houston Texans. It's not even a like. It's, it's, yes, it's not much better than the Raiders, uh, but they're widely available. Rostered in one percent of leagues, going up against the New York Giants. They're actually a solid defense. They aren't world, uh, you know, world beaters defensively, but neither are the Giants, you know, on offense, right? So no. this is going to be a low-scoring game, uh, some sacks, potentially some turnovers. You know, I'm projecting them for the fourth most sacks on the week. Yeah, Houston is my stream. I, I do, again, the math bears out. Vegas, 100%, a logical stream. So, yeah, that's all I'll say. Yeah, I like I like the Houston one for sure. I mean, Giants—they're the reason why they're, you know, so good is not because of their offense. Just say that. Yeah, yeah. Um, all right, let's talk about Thursday night football, man. And we've got the four and five Atlanta Falcons traveling to Carolina to take on the two and seven Carolina Panthers. This game has a forty-three and a half point total, where the Atlanta Falcons are three-point road favorites. In terms. Of the weather, actually pull that up right now. Um, but in terms of weather, it's actually supposed to be thunderstorms and Ooh. 68% chance of precipitation in the area. As, right. we, as, area. We, yes. <laughs> as we once learned. Um, so, yeah, that's definitely... You know, not great for, uh, you know, the passing game, um, you know, so could potentially make for, you know, low-scoring low game there. But in terms of injuries uh, on the Atlanta side, cornerback A.J. Terrell, he's out. Uh, he's missed the last couple games. Eric Harris, the safety, he's out with an ankle injury. Felipe Franks dealing with a calf injury, he's out. Matt Hennessy, the corner – or the, the center, rather – he was placed on injured reserve with a knee injury. And uh, Elijah Wilkerson was the offensive tackle was placed on injured reserve with a, a knee injury as well. So uh, definitely some, some injuries there for the Atlanta Falcons uh, on the Carolina side safety, Justin Burris. He's listed as out for a concussion. Richard Higgins. He is been ruled out with an illness. And then, um, Running back Chuba Hubbard, who is 
was expected or is expected to return. He he said that he would play and plans to play in this game. And, you know, with somebody that we talked about yesterday, he was put on the injury report as questionable. So um don't know if that's just precautionary, um, you know, but he 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 did say earlier in the week that he he does intend to play. Uh safety Jeremy Chin, uh the star safety for the Carolina Panthers was designated to return from the injured reserve with a a hamstring injury so um don't know if he will play or not but he's uh the the panthers have the option to to activate him ahead of this game greg in terms of this matchup here uh what do you what are you thinking i'm hammering the under i am going to take atlanta to cover atlanta to win i think atlanta just kind of controls the game flow a little bit with by running the football. Uh, this is by the the prime matchup. This is what uh you know Atlanta's coach wants. Like this is a dirty, grinded out, run the football type of game, uh, ball control. So Atlanta on their side, Cordell Patterson, he's an RB one. Uh, I think he's going to have a, a very solid game for a very good game in this in this uh, week. Another week healthy, um, he's going to get more carries. Um, He's going to get a lot of yards. Uh, he could get some work in the passing game, but he's going to get more carries for sure. He had 13 last week. That should go up this week. Uh, as far as the receivers, uh, it's hard to trust Drake London. I think I see him as more of a wide receiver three, wide receiver four. Kyle Pitts is a you know boomer bust, low and tight in one. Um, and then Marcus Mariota should, you know, the, on paper it should be solid for him to get a lot of rushing yards, but it's hard for me to trust him. So I'm going to stay away. Uh, on the Carolina side, Chuba Hubbard, if he's able to go, I think he's got RB2 value uh, in this matchup um, in that, you know, spot start when he, when he was healthy. Uh, seems like with the RB1, they really trust him. They really give him majority of the work. So um, he should see close to, you know, 15 and 20 carries uh, if he's able to go. And then there was the receivers. Love DJ Moore. Obviously he's going to be the guy that's going to, dominate target share and then Terrace Marshall Jr. going to continue to play him, add him, uh, add him a couple leagues, going to start him. I think he, he can be a guy that has a uh, strong flex value this week in a good matchup. Yeah, I am taking the under as well. Um, Carolina actually to cover Carolina win. It was not too long ago that these two teams played in, mm-hmm. in a wild game. They went to overtime. Um, and the Panthers Somehow had won. a chance to win when oh. DJ Moore took the helmet, took his helmet off, which then oh, extended yeah. the field goal. Oh, the extra what point. a brutal call. They need to take yeah. that call. That's, that's brutal, man. <laughs> and, and so it wasn't that long ago that I thought the Carolina Panthers were a better football team than the Atlanta Falcons and that they could beat the Atlanta Falcons in their home stadium, which they almost did. Uh, so I'm going to take Carolina to here to, to – even it up in the in the two game series, um, but on the Atlanta side, you know Cordero Patterson, he's back as an RB one in, in in this offense. Um, you know he's his utilization in the run game, the pass game, you know his uh, his touchdown opportunities, you know those, and plus the you know the matchup, Carolina allows the third most fantasy points to the running back position over the last three weeks. And then Algier, I think, still, you know, he has some upside as as an RB two, uh, RB three potentially. Um, you know, again, it's 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 running back position is rough, um, 
players on there's there's guys on by. So Algier, you know, I think he could be in your lineup, you know, went I think 10 for 99 last week or something to that effect. Uh but you know, I, and when it comes to Kyle Pitts, I I do like the matchup here. Uh Carolina allows the seventh most fancy points to the tight end position the last three weeks. So I definitely like the matchup, but I do agree he he is a lower tight end one option. We have a bunch of guys in in a in some really good spots at the top of the tight end position. Um like you said, Drake London, he he seems unplayable right now. Even mm-hmm. in a great matchup, it's it's really tough to trust him. So, you know, probably a wide receiver four, but he's probably going to be on my bench, uh, you know, in, in most leagues, unless it's like really, really deep leagues and i got to get someone in there. For Carolina, DJ Moore had his first bad game since the Christian McCaffrey trade, but he's still a wide receiver one for me with it. Atlanta allowing the most fantasy points to the wide receiver position the last three weeks. So uh, Terrace Marshall, also a wide receiver three with, with some upside for more. And again, in the matchup here, uh, obviously the, the rain and, and, and whatnot could, um, you know, lead to a, a, a subpar day in that front for the passing game. But um, DJ Moore is a, you know, definitely a guy that I would play and, and Terrace Marshall, depending on, how the weather looks and things like that uh, probably gets downgraded. But uh, Foreman and Hubbard are, are RB2s in this one with with Foreman obviously getting the bump if Hubbard is is forced to sit in any way. Um, yeah, that's that's really all I got on this one. Yeah, yeah, no, um, definitely. Hopefully you can uh, kind of shock us and be a little entertaining. Yeah, no, definitely. Uh what will be entertaining is when these bold predictions, aka yes, this money hits. Yes, hit. facts, so, facts. <laughs> uh, what do you What do you got for us this week, Greg? I'm looking to parlay Terrace Marshall Jr.'s over on his receiving yards, 38 and a half, with Cordell Patterson's over on his rushing yards, which is at 53 and a half. That gives you plus 236 right there. That's a that's a nice payout right there. Mm-hmm. What was the the total on Terrace Marshall again? Thirty eight and a half. Thirty eight and a half. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. yeah. No, I I definitely like like both of those right there. Um, you know, feels like it's been a pretty good run for me. I mean, missed has, out on the the has. Tampa Bay the Tampa Bay game. Uh, got the yardage for DeAndre Hopkins in the in the Arizona game but didn't get the touchdown there. So, you know, we split that one, but uh, feels like I have to keep this thing going. So uh, I'm going with, it wouldn't be bold if I didn't, you know, up it here, but I'm going with Kyle Pitts. Okay. Okay. (laughs) Over Mm -hmm. 50 50 plus receiving yards. That's plus 188. Uh, wow. his his line is his line is at a thirty yeah thirty seven and a half, um according to FanDuel Sportsbook it was yeah thirty seven and a half something like that, and if you if you want to go to like forty receiving yards I wouldn't don't hate that either it's like plus plus one hundred eight or something like that but it's got to be bold right so I wanted yeah. something that was That's you know a little bit, a little bit more so Kyle Pitts. Uh, plus 188 and you know i think if you want to get some extra juice on that just throw in the cordero patterson anytime yeah touch. probably 
Ooh, yeah, no, I, <laughs> I wanted to throw that in. I mean, the man's got five touchdowns in the five games he's played. So, I mean, it's just Nothing. almost just like feels like a guarantee that he will score a touchdown. Yeah. yeah. So, um, yeah, I think that's that's all we got for Thursday night football. So everybody, you know, just make sure you you tap in uh, tomorrow as we break down uh, we perform our. First ever NFL game played in Germany. So that'll be interesting. Um, Greg, anything you want to say before we close this out? No, I mean, if you parlay everything we just said, that's that's plus 1065. So, well, without the, even if you do Kyle Pitts over 37 and a half, that's what I did. Oh, yeah. yeah. (laughs) I mean, plus 50 is probably amazing. Hey, you know what? Might have to uh, throw that out there. That's the official, uh, you know, Thursday night prop that uh, might have to throw that out on Twitter and and really start start sharing the love because sure. to let these people know. All right, y'all. Um, definitely appreciate you tapping in and just make sure you um, again like, subscribe, all that good stuff, and make sure you tune in tomorrow because uh, again, like we like I said, we're gonna break down all these one p.m. games for you. Have a good one, everybody. We're out of here. We'll catch you later. Yeah.